All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew. It's episode 81, people. Take a guess on whose episode this is. It's free agency. We are three days away. We have no idea where anybody's going except for Kawhi Leonard. We know he's going to be a Clipper, Drew. Kemba freaking Walker. I have three destinations where he should go. We're going to tell you where Kemba Walker's best fit is. And it's Drew's 30th birthday, people. It's Drew's dirty 30. We want all you guys to wish him a very happy birthday. Hey, Drew, happy birthday, bro. Kick the fucking intro music. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard Yo, what up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to You Know What It Is. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. That's right. Episode 81. I have been dreading this episode just because I know what the 81 is probably going to be unless Drew pulls a fucking magic rabbit out of his hat. Uh, Drew, tell me what you got. Whose episode is it? Drop some knowledge. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Scored 81 points. No, did he really? In 2005-2006 NBA season. Wow. Jalen Rose knows all about it. Mo Pete knows all about that, too. The entire Raptors organization. Kawhi Leonard knows about it, is what I'll say. Marcus Saul, Kyle Lowry, Masai Ujiri. I think I nailed his name finally for the first time. I've been practicing it all week. Masai Ujiri. I did. I've been doing that in the mirror. He's good enough for us to know his name. We should know. I had a hard time last time pronouncing it. Fred Van Vliet. No Sleep Van Vliet. No Sleep Van Vliet. Knows. AKA formerly known as No Skeet Van Vliet. Vliet. But he had a child. They all know. Patrick McCall. All of them know about Kobe Bryant's 81. Legendary. Epic. Since is that what it is? Is that all you got, bro? That's epic. amateur. No, no, no. There's way more. Oh, you got more? There, yeah, there's way more. And it, we've already done Kobe. Like we've 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 done it through the nose. Oh, we so, do, we have done Kobe. Have we done Kobe? We absolutely have done a Kobe. I think twenty four episode twenty four was Kobe. Right. I are made sure? sure. I made. Are you I sure made, it was. Are you sure it wasn't Terry DeHair from the Los Angeles Clippers? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure it wasn't? You know, I think it was between Andre Miller and Kobe Bryant because Andre is one. It's one consonant away from my name. So I, I was probably pulling Andrew. for that. I had an Andre Miller Clipper jersey. Believe that. I had a Terry DeHair Clipper jersey. Believe that though. I I'm a Laker guy. I had you a, had Andre Miller because it was Miller on the back of a jersey, Facts. and I didn't have to do the stupid like make your own jersey. That, you put your so name dumb. on the I thing. I would never do that. Yeah, I actually judge people that do do that. Well, if you do that, please still listen to the show. Don't listen like to clips. Krasinski, number sixty three. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. The bro. Office. <laughs> is that from The Office? John Krasinski is the guy who plays Jim. Is it really on The Office? I, it literally just came to my head. <laughs> Crazy. Um, all right. So 1981 NBA draft. It's a great year. 1981 NBA draft. Um, Go ahead. Who's the I number one know. overall pick? He went to Dallas as the number one overall draft pick in 1981. He went to DePaul, the University of. Well, I'm just, I know Doug I Collins has to University. be in here somewhere. It's not Dougie. Okay. I think Doug was more like in the 70s. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I think he went I almost, to DePaul. He went to DePaul. And he was drafted by Dallas. Oh, if you get this, oh, I know. Go ahead. It's Mark Aguirre. It is Mark. It's Aguirre. fucking Mark Aguirre. <laughs> Dallas Clipper too. I knew this. And uh-huh. number two, they uh-huh. ended up playing together for a little while. Isaiah Where? Thomas. Isaiah went number two. Isaiah Thomas wow, went number that's two. That's crazy. How crazy is that? Yeah. So you have Mark Aguirre number one. Isaiah Thomas number two. 
both ended up winning a championship. I'm pretty sure together. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, in that nine eighty nine ninety season. Um, Mark McGuire was a savage, dude. Yeah, I forgot that he went number one overall. Oh, yeah. I forgot he that. He was cold as fuck. Uh, and then we got the Born in 1981 Ooh, list. This is going to be a good one. No, it's actually it's actually weak. I'll bet you there's still players in the NBA. Yes, there is. Okay. Kyle Korver. Fuck, really? That's it. That's it? That's still playing? <laughs> and Jose Calderon. Well, he's still playing. Uh, is he? I'm sure he is. <laughs> there on... was a point where Jose Calderon was the well, leading, was league, uh, leading the league in assists. In assists. Right. For Toronto, actually. For the Raptors. I think it was for Facts. Toronto, yeah. Back in the day. Uh, but Joe Johnson was born in 1981. Big Joe. Zach Randolph was born Zebo. in 1981. Jason Richardson. That's a good one. Andre Kirilenko, AK-47. We've already done him. We have done it. Because we well, talked I mean, about his beautiful 40, wife. Episode 47. Yes. Uh, Jason Capono. Throwback. Okay. UCLA. Uh, Monterey? Headband. Monterey, though. Oh, I forget what high school he went to. If, he grew up in Southern California, so I would imagine I there's a good chance that he went Artesia to Monterey. Artesia or Monterey? I don't think it was Artesia. That's where James Harden went to right, high school. Right. I don't think it was Artesia. Okay, it probably well. was Monterey. Okay. Capona was a badass dude. If you don't know about J- like yeah. Jason Capona was sponsored by Reebok in high school when you can actually still do that. Like Shea Cotton type shit. Mm-hmm. He was sponsored. And Capono coming out of UCLA, he was so cold at UCLA too. He was great. Man. He was he had a he had a really good run in the NBA too. Pretty sure he played for the Raptors. I did. He did de- he definitely played for the Raptors. <laughs> and I think he won a ring no. with 06 Heat on the Maybe. Way, on the D Wade Shaq team. Jason Williams got one? That the year Jason yes, Williams got one? I think he was on that squad. Interesting. Um but I always liked Capono, bro, especially yeah. growing up watching him at UCLA when I was a youngster. I, again, there was a guy that I could be like, all right, cool. If he can do that, maybe I can do he that. He was like the pre-Reddick. Reddick was a was a 2.0 better version of Jason yeah. Capono. But Jason Capono in high school, Knocked like out. living, yeah, but living where we live, like mm-hmm. that's what I read about all the time. We heard about the Collins twins a lot yep. from Harvard Westlake, right? Yeah. And then Jason Capono, Gilbert Arenas, like these were the guys yes. that we heard about every single day. Totally. Okay, okay sorry, keep keep going. No, 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 you're good. Uh, we also have Darius Miles Ooh. is on that list. Uh, Kirk Heinrich. Mm. So again, this is like we're. Start, I'm starting to run out of names to, to okay. mention. There was one more that I wanted to check. Uh, yes, I was right. Your boy, Casey Jacobson. Hey, my guy. Born in 1981. Casey's a friend I grew up with. Yeah. Um, can I tell a crazy Casey Jacobson? Yeah, because story? I'm done with my list. That's the All end right, of the I, list. I, I, and by the way, oh, hold on. I don't even know who this should be because there's so many choices on this. Tell your story. I'll, well, I'll, the story I'll... is this: like Casey was like growing up. Casey was the best basketball player in our in our group of friends in our city his brother brock and adam adam was a high school all-american adam played a pacific with michael olawakandy like yeah. he's the one that made michael olawakandy look as good as he did coming into that and brock played at usd brock graduated with my sister they come his his father vaughn was a great basketball player they come from a line right lineage lineage yes. of really good basketball players but i'll never forget like we're in eighth grade uh, and we we should I would love to get Casey on the show. It'd be one phone call. Um, Let's make that happen. I can we can do that. And yeah. I think that's what this is what this our summer of clips and Drew is going to be like. We're really going to get into the interviews and uh, Drew and I will talk about that when we get off the mics. But anyways, I remember in eighth grade, like uh, we all had this group of friends. Casey being part of it. And Casey was a, a fun dude. We we like to go golf, play basketball, just do what 
what kids do. And then I just remember his dad asked him one day, and this is kind of like the story that you hear from a lot of these players. We heard it from RJ Barrett the other night Mm -hmm. on draft night Mm -hmm. where his dad asked him, he said, yo, if you really want this, you tell me right now and you're going to have to sacrifice everything. Like, do you want to play in the NBA? Cause if you do, we, I, we, we will get you there. Right. And Casey made that decision at eight in when we were 13. Yeah. And that was the last we saw Casey as far as like socially, Socially, that was it. Yeah, because he was dedicated, and he was it, he made he made the choice to go to Glendora instead of to my high school, to Crescent Valley. What I remember of Casey uh, was him at Stanford. I really, I, you know, the high school scene. You, you're just a little bit older than I am, so I kind of missed. You know, I wasn't like reading the paper. Right. I wasn't reading the L.A. Times when I was eight years old, looking at box scores. Um, as much as I was just watching, you know, basketball on TV with my dad. And so I remember my first introduction to Casey Jacobson was that Stanford team that he was on that was uh, it was a great team. The Lopez kids were on there too, weren't they? Well, Lopez I mean, went was, it wasn't the same not not even close to the same year. Lopez twins were in college when I was in college. Yeah, but they didn't come in that they weren't there. Oh, he was with Childress in them though. Yes. That's who he was with. Sorry. Yeah, he he Josh was Childress. different a little different era right. cuz the Lopez twins were in college when I was in college in 2008. But I remember him on that team and then I remember him playing the league in in Phoenix and Unfortunately, drafted by Phoenix. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he got enough burn in the NBA. He actually did get burn. Um, he did get some burn, but he's one of those players where, where I kind of wish he got to play with Steve Nash and he got to right. you know uh, he played with all those dudes. Uh, Amar, I think he was there with Amari. Um, but I think he's one of the players that I I, I think a lot of these up and coming players need to understand. Like even if you're not if you're on the cusp and like. There's always room for a three-point shooter in the NBA. Oh, for real. I don't real. think Casey was fast enough. Right. This is just my my opinion. He was he was big enough. <clears throat> yes. He was a great enough shooter mm-hmm. for sure. It's just defensively, like you're saying, like defensively and then just offensively trying to go by people, you have to be elite. I mean, unless you're JJ and, and people set five picks for you, mm-hmm. it, it's it's really hard to make it in the league. But he got an offer in Germany, and then he spent his whole career in Germany. He made a bunch of money. Was great over there. I'm People sure know was. him. Met a beautiful woman. They have, uh, I think, beautiful they have three German girls. Yeah, yeah, you know, he had a great career. Um, but one, th- one more story about Casey. I remember playing in our alumni game where you play the teachers in eighth grade. Oh yeah, yeah. And this is when I'm like, holy shit, this dude's got some fucking swag. Right? Oh, like literally, tip ball. Casey gets the ball, pulls from you know NBA three. Nice. And as soon as he shot, it, he said cash, and it was <laughs> net. And the next time down court. Cash, net, eighth yeah. grade, just lighting up everybody. Wow. You know what I mean? A young Trey Young. I think since we've talked about him so much, yeah, it's yeah. either I'm either with Casey Jacobson, okay. or Darius Miles because I, I like both of them. And uh, 81 is an homage to Kobe. It's not going to be his episode uh, because we've already done a Kobe. I've, we love I love Kobe so much. It's yes, you know you it, it's insane. I'm not going to make it an 81 Kobe episode, but um, let's just make it Casey. And see who the fuck knows. Let's do that. Let's do Casey Jacobson. Shouts to the SoCal boy. Because I'll send it to him. I'll send him that. Yo, we made this year episode. Casey Jacobson. Take a look. You're and gonna we, you're gonna have some fun with with the with the visuals on I the, love uh, for doing IG artwork. for the IG. You're gonna I have some fun that. with that. I'll see if I can go back in the yeah. uh, in the tomb and see if I have any pictures, <laughs> which would be funny. All right, dude. Sorry, that's enough bullshit. Casey Jacobson. Casey, this is your episode. Stanford, what up? Eighty one, baby. All right, the season's over, but. That does not mean that our work is over. Free agency starts in four days, less than four days right now. And it starts on my birthday, people. Oh, when is your birthday, Drew? Give July 1st. It's always a great day, you know, regardless of the day on the calendar that it lands, Monday through Sunday. 
it's always great because shit pops off on my birthday. It does. Both alcohol and celebration wise and free agent wise. Well, now it's a day early because it pops. Well, so, yeah, they, 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 it used to be midnight, uh, July 1st. Right. East Coast, East Coast, East Coast time. Right. And now they, they, they leaned it back. So it's now it's 9 p.m. Not, oh, is it 6 it's 3 oh. p.m. Oh, okay. Our time. Oh, so we're going to get some deals popping. Dude, it's happening. Sunday. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the 30th. Yes. And like, th- so this is what I want to say is like, <clears throat> we watch all the shows, we listen to all the, the podcasts, and, you know, we read the newsletters and all this shit. And all everybody wants to talk about is Kawhi and KD and Clay and Kemba. And like, we're, I want to talk about them. What I, so this is what I think is important. Okay. First of all, I want to be clear on something. There is literally six teams in the NBA that have the cap space to actually do like really big things. No, there's more than that. No, there's a lot of teams with room this year. No, not not big room. You're talking about like two, like I'm two talking max about players. Them, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If okay. that's the route that you okay. want to go. All right. And I'm not even a big fan of that for my squad. Right. You're not. Yeah. I'm not. Right. Yeah. So we're talking Clippers, Lakers, Golden State, New York, Dallas. Um, but I want to talk about a couple players, Drew, and I I don't think Kemba's Kemba's top tier, right? Yeah, Kemba's on the... I mean, he's going to get max money. Kemba, Kemba Walker is going to get max money right. this offseason. So anyways, let's just start with Kemba. Okay. Um, we might as well start with the cat, with a with a max guy. A lot, of, a lot of shit came out in the past 48 hours that now Boston is a front runner for Kemba. Yeah, yeah. And I like it. Like, I kind of like it. Because they're obviously... Danny Ainge said goodbye to Kyrie. Kyrie will not be on the Boston Celtics next year. If he is, it'll be a fucking miracle. No, no, no. no there's no I, way. We we expect Kyrie to be a Brooklyn Net by by you know June 30th. That's the only thing that we really expect. Right. That's the only. Well, much, and Clay, we we expect Clay to sign. Well, with Clay Golden said State. yesterday, and maybe that's to ruffle. Hold on, that's maybe to ruffle some feathers. But basically, what Clay said is like, if my offer isn't in at 301 on my doorstep. With a max 150, I'm going to take a meeting with the Clippers and whoever else wants to talk to Right. Me, and rightfully so. Yeah. Right? Just have it there. Have it be have there. It ready. Like, why else would they? I mean, they should do that. Do you without think he's doing that as like a dick measuring contest between him and KD? No. Should Clay get his deal before they? Clay took less money on his last deal so that they could make this play for Kevin Durant. Right. Just like Steph took uh, money in order for them to sign everybody else. He took Wait, less for years. For a long time, yep. Steph was like the fourth highest paid player on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So when his shit came to time where he was going to get extended, get that $200 million deal, I'm sure his stance was very much the same. If you don't give me this after what I've done for you, then you know I'm definitely looking. Charlotte will give me all the money I Fact. want. You know what I'm saying? Like There's 29 other teams in the league that will give me this money. So same instance for, for Clay. Just like any any other guy, like I took I took less money on my last deal so that we could be the team that we ended up being. Now it's my turn to get paid. I expect to be paid. That's you don't just think that very straightforward. Fo- you don't think that the Warriors focuses on KD first and then Clay. I think I think they have the the wherewithal to focus on both. I don't think I don't think it's so much that you have to. I don't think it's that hard to focus on both because they they have the Send, dialogue. They've been together yes. forever. Like it should be done. They've known for two years yes. that this was going to happen. Yes. I mean, they've known since he signed his last deal that this was eventually going to happen. But so. things are different now with an injury and with KD being out. It's kind of a whole different dynamic right now. And I agree that that it is a lot for them to deal with at the same time, but they have the wherewithal to do it. I mean, Bob Myers is, knows what he's doing. The front office there is obviously competent. So you're you're with the fact. I, I don't think the Clippers are getting Clay at all. I've I don't never think said that. I think Clay. I think Clay will sign a deal at three hundred one yes. 
Pacific Standard Time yes. on June 30th. Okay, so we're both on that. Absolutely. Let's get back to Kemba. We can talk about Clay later, even if we need to. I don't think that needs to be touched again. No. But let me tell you something, dude. If that offer isn't there, and I think he's made it clear for a while now. He said it a couple months ago. Yes. Yeah. That if it's not there, then yes, I'm going to take I'm going to take Fucking meetings. Fucking A. And the Clippers will be in line to take that meeting. Clay Thompson is in Space Jam too, so don't think the Lakers won't get a meeting with him either. Lakers will take. Okay, Lakers will well, definitely get a meeting. Oh, we're going to get into the fucking Lakers because you can't <laughs> afford Clay Thompson. My bro. point. My point. All I want to say is like, if the Clippers get a meeting, you you better damn well believe the Lakers will be okay. Either right before they or right got after the bread, that meeting. though, bro. We we will make the bread. Okay, we're going to talk about making the bread for yeah, you in a minute. Right. I want to get back to Kimba. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think the Boston thing is is sexy it's a little bit sexy it's a really right? really solid look i think it would be they need him they no they need him definitely they're they don't have a point guard they're though. losing horford right they're losing Kyrie. yes their their roster's crumbling they before their they're, they're roster's crumbling before yes. their eyes like last year this time we were like boston is going to be the number one out and out eastern conference team they're gonna they're gonna coast we thought they, they may even coast to the finals in the eastern conference this season fucking hit the rocks Kyrie is clearly just not who we thought he could be. I think it, there's a lot of intangibles, though, that go into this, dude. I think Kyrie is a big part of it. I think that K Kyrie is the catalyst. We're obviously seeing that he isn't the leader he thought he was and what people thought he yeah, would he, be. And he acknowledged that. He did, and then he got he's just fucking weird. And we've he's already said Kanye Irving. But yeah. also, you know, all the blame can't go on, go on Kyrie, you know, I know for a fact Terry Rozier talked about it on first take. Mm -hmm. I know there was frustrations with the relationship that uh, uh, Gordon Hayward and Brad Stevens have together. Some of the players, a lot of the players didn't feel like they were, you know, Gordon should have been playing. They were running the ball through Gordon, and Gordon didn't do shit in the playoffs. Gordon was, you know, a shell of the guy, the player that he was. We all notice this. We talk about it all the time. And he's the second highest paid player in the NBA, if not third. I could be wrong. But it's obvious that, that Kyrie is going to be ghost. If you can get a guy like Kemba, and Danny Ainge would love a guy like Kemba, and you still have the backbone of J Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who are still on their rookie contracts that are ending soon, though. Yeah, you know Tatum. Tatum's gonna be or uh, Brown's gonna be a free agent after this year. After this, year unless he, he extends, if he, if they do the rookie extension, and, and if you play one year with Kemba and it, and it might work, but you're still leaving like your heart, which is Horford. You might lose Morris too because I know the Clippers and Lakers, and I think a lot of teams will take Morris. Um, and I'd love to have him on our team too. Baines is gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, Baines, they traded Baines. So to me, it looks sexy on paper, but I don't think that's the sexiest version. What do you the, think is? The sexiest version is Dallas, right? Mm. So Dallas is adamant about extending Porzingis. They're going to max him out at 150 or whatever it is, 160. Whatever extension that he can get. Five year. Dude hasn't played in 20 months, bro. Yeah, that's a little sketch for it's me. It's sketchy. Yeah. But it's also sexy when you think about Porzingis and Doncic, right? Oh, all day long. All day long. Yeah, now, yeah. You throw Kemba. This is the thing with Kemba. Okay? We we all know how talented Kemba is, right? Like one of the if he was in anywhere else besides Charlotte, Charlotte right. uh, Kemba would be on a completely different stage. I'm talking like a Dame Lillard stage. If he was like, doing what he was doing, on on a, on a major market yes. team, what you're saying? He's been doing this his whole career, though. Like, but the issue is, is that he, they need him to do this. Yes. So when we get into like what the sexy look is, I think Boston or Dallas would be would be fantastic for him. But he has literally had the run of the show. Now he's going to have to parcel that out a little bit and actually be a part of a team, which I think I don't think that's going to be a problem for him. But I, it may reduce his numbers. Well, right? he's never. 
I brought this up with one of my NBA guys today. I said, Kemba has never played with players. That's what I mean. Right? And if I'm Kemba, and I, I, I compared it to LeBron a lot, right? And mm-hmm. I don't mean to compare Kemba to LeBron. I'm saying getting drafted by a bad organization, a bad team, right? And giving them seven years, and they don't bring anybody in. LeBron had the, the same problem. He tried to, they tried. Charlotte tried. Too. With who? Marvin I mean, Williams. They, they and... tried to bring in Dwight. Like they, they tried. They tried some stuff. It's, it's Charlotte. It's the Charlotte Hornets. Like I don't know people that are choosing to live in Charlotte. I'm sure Charlotte's a great city, but I don't know that players are going like you know where I want to go. Charlotte, okay, so North Carolina. So going on that and and getting off topic a little bit, I said the same thing about Anthony Davis. Like mm. if you're so good and every like every player in the NBA respects Kemba. They know how good Kemba is. Right? Yeah, he's earned this spot. But didn't nobody be like you know. I want to go play in Charlotte with Kemba. Right. Just like nobody said in New Orleans, like, I want to go play with Anthony Davis. Nobody wanted well, to DeMarcus go Cousins said that. No, but, yeah. But it was a trade. Yeah. I, it's still. Okay, De- I think DeMarcus shit. I think DeMarcus would have stayed there if it wasn't, you know, if shit didn't go so sideways for him. I want to say something to Laker fans, and you're and you included on this, but you're going to agree with me. Like, Kemba's not going to take a $50 million cut no. to play with the Lakers. No, he deserves you, mac, you, max money. Totally. Yeah. And this leaves... And we talk about this all the time about small market teams and having max players. This is gonna, this is gonna. It's right? a, it's a lose lose. It's a lose lose. Either if Kemba signs the max with Charlotte, they're gonna be strongholded into the next five years. Your yeah. cap space is gonna be ridiculous, and Mike doesn't go over cap no matter what. No, he does not. And then if you lose Kemba in free agency, then you, who the fuck is on the team? Who's your ask best player? One, ask one of our listeners. If they can name seven fucking players, <laughs> right? I'm sure we may have a, a Charlotte Hornets fan who'd be like, oh, Biombo, oh, we do. Lamb. We do. And they go down the list. We do. We have our dude from North Carolina who posted saying. the greatest video today. That's what I'm shout saying. out to Timmy. He'll know. He, shout out to Timmy. Um, but you feel me on that. So I think that Cuban is the kind of guy that will go all in, right? Mark Cuban, and absolutely. Will go. He's one of the owners. And they and they've been taking a little bit of a break here. Yep. They they had they they reset. They've, they've been playing the, like, let's draft, let's see who we can Chess. get game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they made a free agent signing with DeAndre Jordan that didn't pan out, but they were really quick to go, you know what, this isn't panning out, let's make a move, let's see what we can get. They and they hopped on Porzingis. And I'm, you know, regardless of whether or not they signed Kemba or any free agent, like, I, I've, I've been hearing Al Horford's another guy. We're going to talk about him a lot. That may go to Dallas, but there's all these, there's so many free agents. So even if they sign none of them, you're still looking at Doncic, who is, the next best player. He's, Future he's, MVP. He's on the roster for next guy up. And then you're looking at Porzingis, who, like, if he can come back and be the same kind of guy, which is not – it's not unbelievable to think that he can do that. He, They're going to be fucking good. They have two players in Doncic and, and Porzingis mm-hmm. that can potentially be the best players in the world. You have Porzingis, who is seven foot three, can shoot the rock, can, can do play anything. defense, can and do, do everything. Wants. Yeah. And but but he hasn't played in twenty months. Right. I really hope that. I mean, I don't think Dallas has. They, they they were trying to tank at the end of last year. That's fine. And so I think I think Porzingis could have played in the back end of last season. But maybe that's but a they, great thing he didn't. They pumped the brakes. Yes. No reason to get him reaggravated or have anything weird happen in a season where they know they're not going to even make the playoffs or anything. So I'm right there with you though. So I like Kemba to Dallas. That's, was there was there you think so? Your call is not Charlotte. Your call is not like Brooklyn it, or think, New York or I think the Knicks, he, rather. I think he's been very vocal about saying, I'd love to be in Charlotte. 
Like he, that's where all he knows. Well, I know that's where he, he doesn't get two hundred and twenty-one million dollars. But he's he says he loves the city. Like he's been there. He's he's got a family there. Like yeah. you know he's got roots there. From what I heard, he does not want to come back to New York. He doesn't want to be in New York City or anything like that. Gotcha. But I think Kemba's going to be thirty next May. He's yeah. in his prime right now. Yeah, he'll have at least two or three more years in the prime. I well yeah it, yeah thirty three is usually like we're yeah. saying thirty three is kind of when it starts to slow down. I'm a with bit. that, and then so. maybe you can slow down, and then Doncic is like, okay, this is my time. I'll pick to, it back up, right? Yeah, totally. And they've been needing an, another scoring option, which is why, like, when they ended up getting Tim Hardaway in that deal with Porzingis, again, if they don't have Kemba go there, they still have some guys that can do some stuff. Right. And I think I I kind of think if they if they if they strike out on Kemba. Or not even strike out, but if Kemba goes, you know, I actually really want the 220. I want to stay here. I think they'll look at Jimmy Butler. I think Dallas will look. Dallas is going to be in the market for a good veteran secondary scorer uh, that can create their own shot. I haven't heard that at all, though. No, that just came to me because Jimmy wants max money. Dallas needs a guy like Jimmy Butler, like Kemba Walker, that can get his own shot, that can that can be a, a, a kind of an alpha. Like I don't think Jimmy's that guy that a lot of teams want, though, dude. I think there's a select. I don't think it's like every team in the NBA that wants Kevin Durant or LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think he's. Well, that I don't guy think that, that either. But I think Dallas would take Jimmy Butler for sure. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he fits there. Why not? I. I just. I. I don't think he fits there. I don't think there's. I don't. So think why do you a, think? Why do you think that Luca, who runs point, mm-hmm. would want Kemba and not Jimmy? I just I, what I'm saying is the fit, dude. I don't think there's a lot of. Right, but what's the difference in your in your mind? Be, but uh, between what Kemba can bring and what Jimmy can bring, well, Jimmy's a real Jim, point guard. Right, but they already have a real point. I'm guard. I'm talking about attitude and fitting in with the team. There's a reason why the Clippers don't want Jimmy Butler. There's a reason why you know. I, there's a reason why a lot of teams don't want Jimmy yes. Butler, but there's a, there's also a reason why Dallas should want Jimmy Butler. Okay, in my so, mind. so they should want him. I don't think that I I, I wouldn't touch it. Honestly, I'm not I'm not a big Jimmy. What's Butler the risk? Fan. Is my point. The like, risk is 150 million dollars, and then you got 150 committed to Porzingis, and then you got a 200 committed to Kemba, and then you're gonna have to pay Luca in four years. I just don't see that. I don't think that's the right player because I'm not saying all four of them. Well, Jimmy Jimmy also needs the rock. Like we got to figure out. Jimmy has been playing the two and three his entire career. Luca is the one. He is point guard. Would Jimmy let Luca be the one? No, no, no. I mean, he's the one. Like he's he's the point guard. Jimmy doesn't want to play point. Kemba would, does want to play. Point. Would Jimmy want to play with a dude like Luca, who who wants to pass the who's ball? A better fucking player than Jimmy? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I just he I'm was not, buddy buddy with Embiid this year. Like he made buddy buddy with him. Yeah, he did. And, and why did he make played, buddy buddy with well, Ben Simmons? Well, because he know he picked he picked the right one. He picked <laughs> the right we, one in that battle, bro. We, we'll get into Jimmy Butler in a minute. All right, like, sorry. There's, there's more on that. I I, okay, you. so you think he'd be a good fit in Dallas? I do think he'd be a good fit Jimmy. in Dallas. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, and Kemba too. I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with with Kemba being a fit, but I think if Kemba's a fit, I think also Jimmy can be a fit because Jimmy's. Jimmy Butler is a better defensive player than Kemba Walker. He's okay. a bigger guy. He's a better, better rebounder. I, I, I think their leadership skills are probably about the same. I don't, I don't consider Kemba to be a great leader. Also, we don't know. We haven't seen enough of Kemba being in such a small market team. Right. You know, like a lot of people didn't know a lot about Giannis until it was like, damn, these guys got really good. Yeah. And then we're watching him more on TV. Like we see highlights of Kemba. You know, we see Instagram shits of Kemba. And now finally this year, we got to see a lot of Kemba. You right. know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So, uh, 
I don't, I don't know. I'm just maybe I'm just hating on Jimmy Butler. Well, so here's here's what's here's what's happening right now in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Just like everybody else, we have no fucking idea None. what's going to happen. Zero. We're we're in a we're in a space right now where there's so many free agents and there's so many conflicting reports or people thinking like, oh, I think he's going to go here. I think this one's going to go here. We're not going to know this stuff. I mean, I I the only time I ever turn on my Twitter notifications is right during this period of time and leading into free agency because all I care about is what Woj tells me. Because Woj is usually like 98% of the time reporting something first and reporting something first correctly. Yeah, I don't confirm anything unless Woj says it. Right. Okay, so so go ahead. I was just going to say back to Jimmy Butler. Okay. The best situation for Jimmy Butler is to stay exactly where the fuck he is. Oh, definitely. Pay him, Philly. If you're smart, he fits into the system. He is so Philadelphia- he, you know, I think the players on that team will let him t- have the role that he has. Yeah. And <clears throat> you'll be fine. You'll be in the Eastern Conference playoffs every single year with him. I don't see that same situation with Jimmy on the Lakers or on Portland or, you know, any of these other play or on Dallas. I just don't see it. I think the best fit for him is to stay in Philadelphia. This whole Houston Rocket shit, which we posted today, like, can you imagine CP3 and Jimmy Butler in a locker room like no. after a really bad game? Absolutely not. Like, oh, I'm talking fighting, bro. Oh, definitely. Like, they're fucking throwing blows. Without a doubt. I mean, they've had their time, like, together on Team USA. Right. They've, they've, Chris and, and Jimmy. But I I know for a fact, if, if, if James Harden and CP are equally, like, it seems like they're kind of equally tough to deal with as just ego-based, superstar-based egos, Jimmy is exactly the same guy, bro. You can't have that. You cannot have all three of them. And Jimmy's street as a motherfucker. And who's too, to bro. say that if Chris goes and Jimmy comes in, that James Harden and Jimmy wouldn't still have the same stuff? I don't. And I don't. I don't really like his fit. I well, here's the thing. I think I like Jimmy a lot more than than the majority of people do because I know what he can bring to the I table. I like Jimmy, dude. I'm not saying I don't like Jimmy. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I wasn't trying to say that. Okay. I, I'm just trying to say I think I like him a lot more than a lot of people do. And and I get that he's you know in his thirties now and he wants you know four or five year deal he wants max money but when you look around bro like he still delivers yeah. man he still plays really fucking hard he mm-hmm. always wants to win and compete mm-hmm. and so if that's like if he's an asshole a little bit you know so was Kobe and maybe maybe part of why I like Jimmy so much is because to me there, there's a lot of similarities personality wise that I can get behind and be like, you know what? Like Ron Artest was, a, was an asshole, mm-hmm. but that dude competed his ass off. Every time he was on the floor, he was going for loose balls. He's trying to win. He's trying to play really hard defense. I'm with that. And so what, what team doesn't want that and also being able to hit really big shots in the clutch like Jimmy can do? I'm with that, dude. I right. just, I, I'm totally with that. I'm talking about fits. Totally. And, 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 th- and I always bring up the Clippers because it's like, yeah, I love Jimmy Butler and he can bring a lot to our team. But if you put Jimmy Butler on a team, it's not really a great fit well, for what not, we're trying to do. It's it. not Kawhi Leonard or no, Kevin Durant. Facts. Right? It's, and, we, and we agree that there's a tier there, that Jimmy's not on that tier. I'm and not, Dallas could go all in, Drew. Right. They could be like, fuck it. If Kemba's going to go for his, his, his Supermax, Jimmy Butler might be the next best guy. But then who's their point guard? It'd be Luka. Luka would just Luka. run the one the whole like time. Like he was the whole season. Yeah. Okay, I'm with that. Let's the, get off. Let's get off Jimmy. Okay, because we talk about Jimmy a lot on this shit, like and we have no fucking idea where, where he's going. to I like go. Jimmy. Well, I, here's the thing. Like, to, just to kind of round it off, I think if if I think if Philly offers him the full max and they decide they want to do that with him, I think he'll stay. And then dump Tobias. Yeah, he totally should stay. He definitely. That's will what stay. he wants is the max he'll, and the money. If they offer him that, he'll stay. At his age, he and has I to think stay. I think to me, looking at that situation for this one year is solid. But looking at that situation for Philadelphia in year two, three, and four of that contract is a nightmare because you're going to have to re-sign Simmons 
and you're going to have to extend Embiid. One of them is going to be gone. Really, really quickly. Yep. And so then you're handcuffed, and then you're going to have to make a trade, right? So what I think about when I think about Dallas, Dallas can be in that similar position, but at least they're dealing with um, a guy like Luka and a guy like Porzingis that can coexist. Porzingis we still, is 22. Both of them are super young. Unbelievable. And so is Simmons and, and Embiid. They're both right. still young, but we still don't know that those two can exist in a winning scenario. I don't think like, it's going to happen. Because Simmons can't shoot it's insane we still talk about it all the time and so you know that again that I'm, I'm projecting well down the road here i think i think philly will offer the the max yes. to jimmy and i think jimmy will stay yes. that's that's my bet we both agree on this yeah okay uh what's your next one you well my another, next one is horford is, or what or yeah what i want to get it on horford okay let's go to horford well horford opts out opts out he's 33 years old turns down a 31 million dollar deal he's been, in the league, been in the league for 12 years and he's a good dude this this guy is a is a worker and we've seen that he was the heart of the Boston Celtics. He was. And you're talking about fit, right? We couldn't we couldn't go from a more dynamic and and kind of tough guy to fit with Jimmy and a and a better guy who's going to fit in pretty much with any anybody. situation is Al Horford. But my thing with Al Horford, of course I would love him on my team. Of course I would. At 30 million? No. No way. I can't. He's looking for a 4-year deal, which is going to take him to 37, 38 years old. Yep. Okay? And you want a hundred million dollars, and I think there are teams that will fucking give him that. I think and they, so. The numbers that I'm hearing is he wants that four year in between one twelve yeah. to one hundred and twenty million dollars. One hundred twelve being the lowest. I heard one hundred eleven. So yeah, okay, yeah. So he's right there, and he's trying to secure his bag for the, yeah, this is his go last get it. deal. We're not mad at anybody for I'm wanting this money, but we're 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 gonna look around and be like, who's dumb enough to do this? I, okay, and I'll tell you who is and who I think would be the great fit for him. And I'm going to bring him up again. Now, obviously, he's going to talk to the Lakers. He's going to talk to the Clippers. And to Dallas. Okay, so and Dallas to, is... I think there's like two other teams. Well, this that is it. the team I think he should go to. Okay. The team that has money to burn, that needs a veteran, that would love to have... who are, Who's on rookie contracts right now for a minute. And that's fucking the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. If you can get Al Horford down there in New Orleans, be a great fit. to Because they need vets. Uh yeah. I, I would like this is my ideal situation for the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I have two ideal situations. Okay. One is Al Horford goes to the Pelicans. They pay him because they got money to burn. They really do right now. Lonzo's still on a rookie. Yeah, they'll Kuzma's pay him. still on a it's rookie. A good fit. Zion, he can play. He can play with Zion, no problem. Totally. And you can learn a lot from Al Horford. Yes. I'd like to see JJ Redick take a one a one year deal down there. Simmons <clears> said <throat> both of those things. Did he really? on his podcast? JJ Reddick on Tuesday, literally both those guys. JJ, yeah, I thought that was my sleeper, dude. Nah, he said Shut Horford the... and JJ to Pelicans. Shut the fuck up on Tuesday. What the fuck, dude? So, well, I got another one. A little late to the party, but that's what all. What the hell? That's all. Did good. he really? Yeah, he did. What a dick. Okay, so then how about this? Yeah, go ahead. Go all in on Vukovic, uh, the Pelicans. Yes, sure. That, yes, dude. This pay, is, pay this that is, man. This is the guy nobody is talking about. Well, I think the Celtics are going to look at him. So Horford leaves. I think the Celtics go. All right. If, if if we don't have Horford and we can't get Kemba and we can't get X and X and like all these other guys that we're looking at and Kyrie's leaving, I think Vucevic would be a great fit in the Pelicans. Be- I think he would be a great fit in Boston. Right. I think both of those. I mean, you know, if you have a point guard though, Drew. Yeah. If if Terry Rozier is your starting point guard, Vucevic might not be a great fit there. It'd just be another fucking big man. But he's a guy who can score in the low post yeah. and can shoot. Like put him in a pick and roll with Terry Rozier. That yeah. doesn't look that bad. No, it, it really doesn't. doesn't. It, doesn't it doesn't look, look that bad. bad. My my point is is like if if Scary Terry can return, which he's been lying dormant since Kyrie's return to the Celtics. He ain't getting the burn. He's never getting never getting enough minutes. 
if he can go back to the way that he is, or excuse me, the way that he was two years ago, then it, then he's not a bad option. He really isn't. If he can be what he was, who scary scary oh, yeah, Terry. Terry, yeah, yeah. If he can play to the level that he did yeah. the, the whole season that Kyrie was out, bro, he's solid. He's he a solid. starting point guard. And so you know, I, I, the whole time. This whole season, like why they didn't t- trade Terry Rozier? Like we're looking at it in the in last last off season. Why aren't they moving Rozier? Why aren't they getting assets? It's because Danny Ainge knew in the back of his mind. I don't fucking know what Kyrie Irving's going to do. Hell this kid's on doing. a given day. I don't know. Hey, Vukovic is a seven footer. Yeah, he's two hundred sixty pounds. He's twenty eight years old. The dude's got moves. He's got a whole bag. I he yeah, extended mo- his jump shot to three point. Yeah, now. which you threes. have to do if you're going to be, mm-hmm. you know, if you're playing in this league now. Um, I think Orlando is going to probably pay him what he wants to have, but they might not because they, they have so many big boys down yeah, there. Yeah, they got they got. Um, who's your? Who, you, you know who, he played in Simi hey. Valley. Do you know what's that? he played high school in Simi yeah, Valley? Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. Know that. USC boy. Um, I didn't know he played in Simi. We have we have what you called rookie of the year, Mo Bamba in, in Orlando. Uh, <laughs> that was my pre my pre rookie of the year. I was so my, I was just so wet when I heard his fucking combine stats. I was like, Jesus Christ! Um, this so, kid, hey, Drew, but they have, brought that up. They bro. have all these guys. They ha- they've been drafting big guys yeah. to to look for a move away from Vucevic. And Vucevic in a contract year said, "Hey, guess what, fellas? How about off. how about twenty five and twelve? Mm-hmm. And that'll get me a hundred million dollars." It was twenty last year, but that's okay. It was only twenty. Twenty point eight. Twenty point eight. Yeah, but we all like like, dude. The the this is what we say. About, I bring up Clippers again, but this is what we say about big men that can do this shit. There's there's a reason. There's a reason why Zubak is like people want Zubak. There's a reason why Vukovic is like, and Vukovic is kind of like in the same conversation with Kemba as far as like a lot of people on this side of the country really didn't get to see this kid play and he could play. Right. Any one of these teams, you put him on Portland, you know what I mean? You sure. Put, you, you put him on Golden State, yeah. you know, get give them the big man that they want. Like that could be a fucking problem. Dude, he's a good, he's a really good player and he'll find a home wherever. He, I mean, if Orlando sees the value in him and, and they're a little worried about these young guys that they drafted, not filling out quick enough then they'll make a move what if for one of them what if brooke or what if uh milwaukee loses brooke lopez because lopez is going to get a deal this year yeah they which can. they should pay him brooke, it, uh, milwaukee milwaukee got brooke for what two three million three point five million three point five so unless if they can get brooke this year some team might fuck around and pay him 12 13 million dollars yeah maybe and it might be the lakers it might be unfortunately are you getting all these players back you're gonna get d low back you're Dude, gonna get fucking brook the, the door is open i'm not saying we're gonna get him but the lakers would look at paying him 12 million dollars okay, so this is what i heard this morning let's just go let's get into it okay this is what i heard this morning i've heard so many different fucking numbers as far as what the lakers cap space is like mm. i heard this morning it's 19 million and then I heard yesterday that it's twenty four million without this this four million dollar trade it's, kicker. That sounds about right to me. Twenty four sounds about right. Okay, so twenty four yeah. is not gonna get you no. a third star. Without dipping in the luxury tax. Which you should you should. And we discussed this on the last yeah. on the last show. I think we will. <laughs> I think, think I think the Lakers You gotta will. go like twenty million over though. I think we'll do it. Okay. I think the Lakers will do it. Okay. We're one of the we're one of the wealthiest franchises in all of sports. Believe it or not, our fan base is loyal. I mean, it's been several years without but you can't us get, in the playoffs. You're not going to get Kyrie. You're not going to get Kemba. You're not going to get Jimmy Butler for that. I don't think so. No, but but it, to 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 look at a cap number without knowing, like part of what we said on the last episode, without knowing whether or not Genie is in for going the luxury tax, then we, we, you know this. Is what I'm saying we we don't actually know. Like if she's in, then we can do whatever the fuck we want. We really could. We can make enough space to 
build a roster and still include another max. And I think she, I, I legitimately think that the Bus family will will make that as long as it's not egregious, right? You so want, you want a third superstar? I don't. Right. And and like I said in the last episode, I don't want. I I would prefer to build around with solid players that fit with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yes. That would be my preference. Give me five dudes that are in that, you know, five to fifteen million dollar range. However, you can work the numbers out. Whatever it is. This is what I want to know. Yeah. Why the fuck hasn't Rajon Rondo been like the top priority for the Lakers. You need a point guard. Mm-hmm. He's already there. You, I, I mean, pay this guy. You got to get a point guard, Drew. Yeah, I hear him. you. I hear you. But there's a lot of options there, man. What are the options? There's Derek, several. You're gonna take Derrick Rose over Rajon Rondo. Yeah, because I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay Derrick Rose that much money. You don't got to pay Caruso that much money either, and he's coming up. He's not a bad fucking player. I love Caruso. I know you do, and I, <laughs> I, I love, like watching him play too. <laughs> I love what I'm saying is that if you want, I, I would want if I'm the Lakers, uh-huh. I would want to keep Rajon as my starting point guard. I would LeBron prefer Derrick Rose over Rajon Rondo. Yeah, really, I Interesting. would. I Rajon is is very solid, and and I I enjoy I enjoy him as a Laker. I think he fits well with the system. He's obviously a smart player. His IQ is off the charts. So I'm not I'm not going to be upset if we end up with Rondo, but I think we should before we just go, okay, Rondo's our guy. Like let's take a look. Let's look around. Like maybe Derrick Rose will take 4 million dollars this not year. Not a lot of time though, Drew, cuz these these dudes are going to be jumping on this shit real quick. I think there's going to be plenty of time to sign Rajon Rondo. I think okay, I think plenty we can, of time to sign Rajon. That's what I mean. Is there Let's gonna be take plenty a look. of time to start to 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 get Derrick Rose. No, that's what I'm, I would rather have Derrick Rose. That's what I'm saying. Like go after him if we can get him, and then also have Rondo. What's wrong with that? I can let's play. Let's have them both. I don't. So know. So you don't want D'Angelo Russell? No, don't want him. And I just don't see that happening. He wouldn't fit anyway. I don't see that happening, bro. I I mean it's I mean he's come out and said that you know the as long as Magic's gone, I'm good kind of a thing. But that's just a weird. I don't. I don't see us paying him all that money after we let him go, bro. Like, and we, he's not going to come to the Lakers and be an all star like he was. He needs to go to a team like he, Indiana or Miami or like. He's going to take a step back if he comes to the Lakers. Yeah, you know, statistically speaking, like he can. He's still going to get good shots, and I think I honestly think that you know, talking about fit with LeBron, I think he could fit quite nicely with LeBron because LeBron loves uh, a point guard that doesn't have to have the ball in his hands all the time, but can still get a bucket like Kyrie played with him. In Cleveland, I think I think D'Angelo Russell is going to get paid a lot of money. I really like his game, and it's unfortunate that he's not a Laker. I just don't see him coming back to the Lakers. I think it'd be a really weird look for him. I just and I I, I wouldn't mind it though. But I don't. Again, I'd rather if we're going to spend that money, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to spend our whole cap on D'Angelo right. Russell. I'd rather build around solid veteran players that LeBron wants to. What play if you can get Boogie for seven million? Sure. What if you can get JJ for fourteen? No. But you can get Corver for uh, five hundred five hundred grand for a, for a well, printer. Remember he was traded for a printer? He was. I would do now I, I would trade him for a printer. All right. I'm just not sold. I'm not sold on the Lakers making the best moves for you guys. I think the front office isn't isn't ready to I don't even think they know how to approach this dog. I really don't. Well we're gonna find this out free agency. I know what my boys are doing. What are they doing? I know we've been working for a year. I think we have a plan A, B, C, and I think Kawhi is 
All of those? <laughs> no, I definitely. I mean, the thing is, well, definitely he's our A number one. Yeah, and, and B I and C. And Kate, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. We're not going to drop the cheese, dude. You've already said that you guys are going all out for Kawhi. All I'm saying is that's clearly your number one, and then you're going to, if you don't get him, you're going to take a step back and reevaluate. Well, a lot of people didn't listen to the last episode, Drew. So maybe if you'd let me elaborate on what I wanted to say. Why wouldn't they listen to the last episode? You never know. This could be a first timer. All right. right. What up to you, could first timer? It <laughs> could be a first timer. You know, I just think uh, the Kawhi is the most up in the air. In uh, as far it's as going to be like that goes. until he signs. It's one and one. Yeah. One and one would be the best deal for him to do with Toronto. Defend the title. We all get it. Blah blah blah. Everybody says the same fucking thing, but we don't know what Kawhi is going to do. I think we can get him on a max. I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if we do. Um, it's more of like how we're going to work the rest of it. Like, got to pay Pat Bev fourteen million. Probably got to get rid of. Danilo, Danilo's contract. Would you rather keep <clears throat> Danilo or Pat Bev if you had to Pat cut? Bev, 100%. You, you would rather keep... Do we have Kawhi? Yes. Yeah, Pat Bev. So you'd rather keep Pat Bev yes. and let Danilo go. And I love Danilo. Right. But the $24 million, again, like, look, going back to Al Horford, right? Yeah. Like, Marcus Gasol just opted in. Marcus Gasol is getting $25 million a year. So, like, the going rate, I get that. Like, the, the market value for these big men is there. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little like we can do a whole thing on being overpaid or underpaid and all that different shit. Um, but is Danilo worth $24 million? Probably. Yeah. He probably After is. After this last season, I would say yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I loved, I told you, I, I would love Danilo. Like, if, I'm surprised that you would rather keep Pat Bev. Pat Bev is the heartbeat of our team. And right. if you, if you, but remove, Kawhi could be your heartbeat. If you remove, uh, Danilo and insert Kawhi. It's it's a better fucking team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also think the same thing. Like if you remove Pat Bev and insert Kawhi, like it's still. I mean, yeah, but the, who's our? You need Pat Bev. You have Shea. Yeah, we do. But you need Pat Bev. You is, have Shea and you have Lou Will. Like you yeah. have a lot of guard options. Shamit. Like you don't need Patrick Beverly. I think I think it's easier to find a guy that can replace what Patrick what Pat Bev. You can't me. replace what Pat Bev does. I, I'm not talking about heart. I'm talking about statistics on the court. I think it's easy to find a guy who can de- deliver 10 points a game, who can play pretty solid defense, and and what is it, like seven assists a game? It's not easy to find a 6'10 guy who can stretch the floor, who can dunk on people, post up, and still play D. I say that like, all the time. I agree right. with you 100%. So, like, it's easier to replace Pat Bev statistically than it is Danilo Gallinari. How much did Caruso average last year? Not as much as Pat Bev. How much did he average? Do you know? No. What did he average? Eight points, seven points a game. I don't. I think he played in like seventeen games. I'm just saying, like if we take like ten points, what does Caruso 10, have to do with it? I'm saying when you say just replace statistics, so that's great. Yeah, we can get ten points from everybody else. It's about the intangibles, dude, and the intangibles is what's important for this Clipper team: the defense, the wanting to guard LeBron James, the being the voice in the locker room, the the being the getting like Jermichael Green and everybody on our squad was like, dude, we get up when Pat Bev gets up. Mm-hmm. They don't say, Drew, I am the biggest fan of Gallo. Right. I said I wanted to keep Gallo. Like if we can get Kawhi and keep Gallo, the only reason I'm saying we can't keep him is for the simple fact of the money. Like, if we want to give Pat Bev and Jermichael Green the, what the money they deserve, we have to dump a contract, and the contract would be Gallo. Right, but it would have to be a, a trade because Gallo is not a free agent. No, we'd have to trade. Which is why or, I'm saying, like, it, that's not easy. To it's, it's easier to let Pat Bev go get paid $14 million from somewhere else than it is to try and find someone who wants 
uh, a, a Danilo Gallinari. You don't who, think people want Gallo? I because of his injury, like scares, like and it's there. He had a really solid, I would say, like year and a half. Matt Bev was out the whole year the year before. Again, it's the same shit. Again, my point as to why why would you want to keep him as opposed to Danilo? I think Danilo is so much harder to come by in this league where it all the whole trend is going small ball and you can play you can play Danilo at, at the 4 and have Montrez out there and you guys have an unbelievable small ball lineup with Trez Danilo if Kawhi goes and then you can fill in the guards with whoever you whatever batch of guards that you have you have a really solid batch of guards mm-hmm. my point being facilitating a trade for Danilo Gallinari is going to be more difficult than just letting Patrick Beverly be leave in, it's in expiring though after next season it actually be easier than you think if you want to get twenty four million off your books, it's actually easier than you think. I think people would take that. I'm not trying to say that nobody wants Danilo mm-hmm. either, because I I love the guy. I want Danilo. Right. If there's a way to get Kawhi, mm-hmm. keep Patrick Beverly and keep Danilo, and I I've said this, I don't want the second superstar. I don't want right. Kevin Durant wanna, and Kawhi. You want to repeat what the Raptors exactly. Did. Yeah. That's what I want. We're not I, we're not hating, dude. I really want Pat Bev on our team, and I think Clipper Nation. Wants to keep you want to keep what you have and then just insert Kawhi. That's that's it. Solid. (laughs) It's a solid foundation. Right. I get it. That's it. Uh, Another dude I want to bring up. Chris Middleton. Okay. Chris Middleton's going to get the max. He's staying. He's staying. He has to stay. That's another guy that we can pencil in as like good. Like he'll be. We know where he's going to go. To Milwaukee. He's going to stay in Milwaukee. People are going to be interested though. They're going to look into it. Yeah. But he's 27 years old. I think he's one of the overpaid guys as far as like, fuck. Like, he finally just had like his best season with this last year. All-star. Uh, but he's been ramping up to this. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been improving every year, year after year. And he finally got the nod as an all-star last year. Um, and, you know, for me, it's borderline all-star because he was really, you know, in clutch moments for the for the Milwaukee Bucks. He did not show up. He did show up huge in a couple games, but the consistency is what you need to really nail down when you get to the all-star level, and he's not there yet. But all that being said, without a doubt in my mind, pay this man, Milwaukee. You're not going to get it. It's going to be tough to find someone, like when we're saying tough to find someone to replace Danilo Gallinari. It's going to be tough to find someone to replace Chris Middleton and go, hey, come sign in Milwaukee. Like We're talking about all these free agents, all these other possible destinations. We haven't, we haven't said Milwaukee once. Truth, we, ha- we have not said right. that. But I think we're at a point right now where Giannis just winning the MVP. I think he's that kind of guy where people are like, I kind of want to play with him. I of would course. go there and play with him. Right. So, But I don't think very many of them are of, okay, the, so of what, the Chris Middleton caliber. Would If we took out Chris Middleton and you, imp- and you implemented Jimmy Butler, would Jimmy Butler be a good fit in Milwaukee? Sure. He would. I, 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 that was a place that I'd say, sure. okay, if they lost Middleton and got Jimmy Butler but- – from the Milwaukee Bucks standpoint, you want to keep Chris instead of bringing in Jimmy. Right, he's Chris younger, is three and years younger. Right, and he's and he's on the rise. And Brogdon's there too. You got to pay Brogdon if you can. Yep. You know these are the teams that don't have the luxury of going over the luxury tax either. Like they right. can go a well, little bit. Milwaukee has kind of a yeah. They have tight pockets. And up then there this. In Milwaukee. And then this. Chris Middleton. We all, we both think he's going to stay. Yeah. And then there's this. Mm. There's fucking Tobias Harris. Right. Where is he? Where's going he to going? Go? Right. Right. And it's like if 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 Denver. That'd be awesome. Sacramento. Love that. Love that. I would love that. Wow, that's a great one. Minnesota. They're even saying Jerry Jerry West pulls the fucking biggest Jerry West move ever. You trade Tobias Harris to Philly for all these assets, and then you get him back. No. You know what I mean? Fifty cents on the dollar. That's really funny. That would be crazy. Well, it would be amazing if 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 I I still think he's gonna get a max because there's just so much there's so much space, and you look at a team like the Knicks or the Nets. 
that need that really crave somebody. They they need a free agency signing. So like if and this, sorry. if no, it's cool. If 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 Kyrie and KD both go to Brooklyn and the Knicks are like fuck, we need to grab somebody. Okay, okay Tobias, get it. All right, fine. Uh, here's the max money. Come, come. And come he wants it. the money. This is his only shot. He deserves it. Yeah, I don't. Guy's be- been traded so many yes. fucking times in his career, and I loved him as a Clipper, dude. I would love to have him back. I always said he this. played his best basketball while on that team this year. The playoffs didn't do him I'm, much credit. Philly, but- we we thought he was going to be a better fit in Philly than he was. And and I think the thing that happened to him in in that scenario is that he just wasn't getting enough touches. The balls was, was, yeah, wasn't enough right. rhythm. There wasn't enough because the Clippers were running plays for the yeah, guy, and he's knocking loose. knocking down shots. Right, twenty one a game or he whatever was a great it was. Fit. He was great. He was playing unbelievable. Like for even the Clippers. if we didn't get Kawhi, I would love to have Toby back. Right. I really would, but right. it's like that's just not really what I want. Because then you're then million. you're back at square one, right? <laughs> well, remember, if Kawhi does sign the one and one in Toronto, there's going to be an option next season, and we got to think about that going into next season to make sure you have enough money because Kawhi is still going to be the top free agent, especially if Kevin Durant signs his max five. And right, right, Kemba's right. got his, Kyrie's out here. You know what I mean? Right. So you got to plan for the future with that. The bottom line is this, Drew, is we're not going to know anything. Uh, Kawhi's not going to take his meeting till July 3rd with the Clippers. Probably going to meet with Toronto first. I think he's going to draw it out a little bit. I really think Kawhi's going to wait and see. Because like, there's going to be so many deals that happen right at the beginning. Like you're saying, July 3rd, that's that's two days, three, two and a half days into free agency. We're going to have a litany of deals. People are already going to be signed it's, and going places. And it's been said, it's been reported that Kyrie and KD have met twice this week. And we just posted a picture on our, uh, at Clips and Drew on our page of Kevin Durant on his little scooter his little Achilles scooter scooting yeah. through bodegas in New York City. Yeah, he's on the sidewalks in the streets of New York. And I've heard they've been they met twice this week to discuss like what they want to do. And I just man, it's such a bad. We we've said this since day one. I think they're both. I, I think they're both idiots for leaving the current situations that they have. If they choose to go, I understand why Kevin Durant would want to go because he feels like he has something to prove. To somebody, mm-hmm. he's got nothing to prove to me, dude. He's got nothing to prove. Maybe to he's you. got to prove it to himself or to, something. For what though? Like, dude, you're that's going. What I think. You are going to get lost in the mix in Brooklyn or New York, dude. And if you want to go to New York, Kyrie, Kyrie, you're included in this. Like, you guys want to go there? Go have fun. You Good want? Luck. You, you want? You. This is the last shot of you guys winning. Good luck, and bro. And I hope you prove me wrong. Right. You go to the fucking world championships and win a ring, dude. I swear to God, I'll get on both hands and knees and praise the ground that you walk on. But you are both leaving such a great situation. Kyrie can't go back. Dude, that guy's burned so it's many bridges. Burnt. All the bridges in Boston are burned You're down. You're done. Yeah. You, you, you can't go back. No. The fans don't want you there. Nobody wants him anymore. No. Not in Boston. That's a wrap. KD, you can still stay, bro. You can stay, get oh, your yeah. money, and still have another shot at a chip with these guys right. at some point. The whole thing about him being upset with the Warriors organization seems like people trying to grasp at strings. Trying, you know, we're in this stagnation period right now. It was like, fuck, we like we just can't wait until we actually get some signings. Uh, and so, like, it seems like reporters are just being like, "Oh, Kevin Durant's super mad at the Warriors for the way they handled the situation." Is that true? We did have. You, what, did you listen to the? We AD have interview? no idea. Uh, the Breakfast Club. Yes, I, I heard parts of it. Okay, I didn't so get to listen to all of it. It's a fifty-six minute interview on the Breakfast Club. Nice. You guys should all. Listen and watch to it. Watch to it. Watch it. Um, Iggy is one of the greatest human beings, bro. This guy is so dope. He's got a book coming out called The Sixth Man. Six but Man. he said, he said, dude, he basically put blame on the Golden State Warriors. He said when he was out the two years prior with a quote unquote bone bruise, he's like, I had a fracture. 
It was a fracture. Oh. I did not want to play. They called it a bone bruise. Um, really? Dude, this came out. Like, if if Golden State doesn't respond to the comments that Iggy... And it wasn't, it wasn't made out of hate or anything. He was saying... He was just, being real. He was being real. And he's like, dude, you don't understand, like, media, the players in the locker room, um, you know, everybody putting pressure on you to play. He says, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. And, and, and Iggy basically said that, yeah, I played on a fractured, I played with a fractured bone because I felt that I had to play. And I think that's the same fucking thing that Kevin Durant went through. And all we're hearing now, when you watch any of these shows that we watch, everybody's saying the same shit we said, bro. That was an Achilles the whole fucking time. This dude should have Without a doubt. Played, without a doubt. And there's no, there's no way you can bullshit how us. How do you clear Kevin Durant to play, dog? I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Yeah, and you know that's pretty savage too. I mean, when you look, when you think about the whole thing that happened with Kawhi in San Antonio, it was clear that he thought they were not being real with him, that they weren't being upfront about his injury. And the media made Kawhi look like a fucking asshole, the villain. They the made villain. him out to be the villain, right. which is interesting because there's all those doctors and team, you know, physicians that we don't know a sing. I don't know a single team physician doctor name. I don't know one guy. They all work behind this L- curtain. Listen to what you just said, though. Place. Listen to what you yeah. just said, though. What did you just call him? physician a what physician a doctor a team physician right they work for the fucking team right absolutely what are they they're gonna make they work for the team right so i'm not saying there's all this collusion and like all this corrupt shit going on but we've known this for a long time team doctors it's like it goes it starts in high school bro you know team doctors physicians whatever you whatever you want bro it's been going on for years for decades Go on, yeah, you're fine. Rub some dirt on it, get back out there, and go go win one for the Gipper. Max Kellerman's told a story this morning because he did a show with Marcellus Wiley for a long time, a radio show, and Marcellus told a story about a team doctor who's friend like BFFs with to this day, but a team doctor that diagnosed like told him he was he was okay to play, fucked up his his leg or whatever it was even more, and then years later, it basically almost ended his career. And years later, while they're still friends, they were talking about it and the and the and the doctor was like oh dude you should have never listened to me you know what i mean and marcellus was like what do you mean you know like, you're the- i'm supposed to listen right to you. and this goes back to even with uh if you watch a 30 for 30 on junior sale like right those team doctors were being like all right just get back in there dude you're okay well so the interesting part about this that that now we're getting to an interesting topic here is that the nfl specifically was was getting a lot of heat about these team physicians mm-hmm. being like oh dude you don't have a concussion go run out there and now they have uh, separate doctors, individual contracted with the NFL, yep. not with the separate franchises, you know, determining whether or not this player can get back in the game, determining whether or not they're fit to play. The NBA has to make the same rule yes. now because, because now this is two years in a row where two of the biggest players have had issues with the team physicians being truthful to them or not. There should be one doctor in every single arena, I think. Paid by the NBA. Or like what? Yeah. Not paid by the Warriors or the Clippers or whatever organization. It should be like how they do like the referees. Like there's going to be three different referees on this night. There's going to be three different doctors here on this night. That's what I would do. Because in no, in no, there is no reason why Kevin Durant should have played that game. And hindsight's twenty twenty. We all like to see Kevin Durant, you know, get out there and play in the finals. And, you know, as an NBA player, you're based on, you know, he played through injury. You know, he, he, he's a tough dude. He's a hero. He's a hero. You know what I'm saying? Laid now, it all on the line. And now what and now what does that get you, dude? Doris Burke, she's the she's the one that reported saying that the physician said there's no chance of his Achilles getting hurt. 
and then what the fuck happens, dude? Right. You know, so I just think that's a shame, man. I think that's a total shame. And uh, we talk about that way too much. If you haven't listened to the Andre Iguodala interview, you guys should watch it. It's really dope. Talks about I gotta listen to the rest racism of in the NBA. Mm. Um, talking about just basically a really cool fact here he was saying was he's talking about fans, right? Especially Golden State fans. And he was talking about how Golden State basically priced their real fans out of going to the game. Yeah. They're like we have absolutely like, that's you, something that Jeff Crompton would love to speak on. Oh yeah, he would. He and, would absolutely love to speak on because he used to take the train and go to the games and watch the games. His game. dad had season tickets at one point, right? And and there's no fucking way, bro. Like now, now those seats, especially now with the new arena, you know what they you know what Iggy said? Go ahead. They've sold 1.6 billion dollars worth of tickets for the new arena. How can you? And dude, this is coming from a Clipper fan who grew up at the Los Angeles Sports Arena, dude, where I couldn't even give tickets away. And you can go to a Clipper game for literally twenty dollars and get a hot dog and a coke and walk your ass down and sit front row. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was just saying now we they live in the most expensive community in the world, yep. and you. You literally cannot go. Real fans can't go. He's like, take a look in the crowd. Why do you think homeboy that got Kyle Lowry, you know, why did he feel like he was okay to touch Kyle Lowry? It's because he's worth $2.6 billion. Right. And he felt that he could do that. I thought that was really interesting, dude. Really interesting. I think that's, and it's not just for Golden State. It's literally going as as the salaries go up for these players. Dude, you can't, we can't go to a Laker game. Unless somebody gives us fucking free tickets, right? I mean, we we can make it happen, but it, yeah. it would be a chunk of change right. that we're that we're like, all right, we're gonna have to spend some money doing this. nosebleeds for the finals. Yeah. were five thousand dollars, bro. Who do you know that could pay that? Right, and and would want to. Right. You get a better. I mean, we're sitting in your living room looking at a TV. Incher, bro. Why would I? Why would I want the nosebleed? You know, all that stuff. Oh, that here's stuff. another one. Back. Yeah. Sorry, listen to the Iggy interview. Would you do this if you're the Lakers? I thought about this guy. Oh, okay, Jimmer. Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer. He's on the Golden State Warriors um, summer league? summer league roster. Oh, that be is he really? He really is. Damn, he recently recently signed there. Uh, dude, uh, Jimmer's a shooter. Ooh. I don't think LeBron would give him any respect. Unfortunately, uh, Jimmer would outshoot LeBron any fucking day of the week. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Like hands down, anywhere on the court, Jimmer's shooting better than LeBron. He's a better shooter. Would you take? Would you take Jimmer? Sure. Okay. I think Jimmer. I think Jimmer has put up ridiculous numbers in China for a couple of years now. Uh, I thought. I thought Phoenix was kind of interesting when they brought him on in the back end of last season. I think it's about time that the NBA embraces this man and says, "Hey, give him a shot. Somebody give him a shot." Yeah. I mean, Portland's going to lose Seth Curry because mm-hmm. he's going to be a free agent and they're not going to have enough money to pay him. Portland would love Jimmer. For Why not there. Portland Jimmer? Jimmer Portland. I swear to God, it sounds like he's from Portland. Jimmer. Like That's he- a Portland name. Like he can't play in Utah. That's like, what I mean. Well, me? Utah. I mean, shit. BYU, baby. That's what I'm saying. That, I mean, that, sign it, this man. How he's not? How he's not been at least on a roster? But I got two more things. Okay. Uh, Bull Bull goes 44th. NBA draft what happened. The fuck. The NBA draft happened, and you know what's funny is Bull Bull is the first name that you mentioned, but Nasir Little, to me, is 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 Kyle Kuzma. He's the guy that fell. Like Bull Bull definitely fell. Like and and forty fourth is is laughable, but but then you look at Greg Oden, you look at Bill Walton, you look at all these guys that size that have that same problem, and you go, okay, I get why people were so hesitant. I heard work ethic was his problem. I heard his that work, too. His work so that's twofold. Okay. You're injured and you're a fucking asshole. Right. Like, right. bro, get in the league first before I'm you start that. shaking people off. But the Denver got a cut, got got a pick though. I mean, that's pretty. That's not a bad dude. Bull Bull is a skilled right. 
big man mm-hmm. who's a shooter. He averaged tw- almost 22 points a game in Oregon. His pops was too. His pops was a his pops was a hooper. Played shoot. until he was 57, I think. Like we don't actually know how old Bull Bull is. Manu Bull. Or excuse me, yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah we know how old Bull Bull is because he grew up in the states. Um, but I want to talk about Nasir Little because Nasir Little, for whatever it's worth, didn't have was not the best fit at North Carolina. Didn't show well. Roy Williams and him obviously didn't connect because he was coming off the bench for most of the season. This guy was the MVP of the high school American game in which Zion and RJ and Reddish and all the dudes that got taken before him were in that same game. He was the out and outright best player in that game. Portland got a good one right there, dude. Portland. What about Chad or the the other kid from North Carolina that went in eleventh? Kobe White. No, that went eleventh. Oh, Cam Johnson. Yes. Well, that was see. So, so just just as just as crazy as it was for me to watch Nasir Little fall to twenty five and and Bol Bol fall to fall to forty four. Uh, Phoenix obviously doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Cam Johnson would have been there for all of the remaining picks that they had in the draft. Uh, they could have traded back and gotten him at twenty. I heard 25. that boy can shoot though. They Cam said, Cam Jay Johnson Billen said he's the best shooter in the draft. I and I believe that. Right. I I watched him. He played a lot. I think he played almost four years at Pittsburgh, and then and then transferred to North Carolina for his last season. He's older than Devin Booker. <laughs> He's older than Devin Booker, who's definitely a better shooter than Cam Johnson. Okay. You know, without a doubt. Well, I, okay, I'm fine. But, but I'm fine with that. The Suns continue to fuck up every every scenario. It's unbelievable. Luka get... Doncic should have been their number one overall draft pick with a guy who's from his country that they have now fired. And they're going to give D'Angelo Russell a max, super max. <laughs> Whatever that would actually be him. one of the smartest it things would. that they've it done. Would. They should. They should. <laughs> I yes. I but I I refuse to believe. You know, everyone's talking. You know, in the last couple of years, everyone's talking about how shitty the Lakers are. I still look at the Suns and go, they're shittier. We still got LeBron. <laughs> we got LeBron and Anthony Davis. <laughs> okay, so Bol Bol drops. I'm I'm curious to see how he does. Yeah, uh, and I think he's going to do well as long as he's you know can get can get, be on the floor. Get him in the gym, dude. Work. Whatever is wrong with his foot is is terrifying. He play all next it's year. It's like the Embiid thing. Embiid had some problems when he got drafted. They sat him out for almost two seasons. Wh- who did Denver do that with last year? Which they should do with him this year. Oh, Kevin Porter Jr. Yes, or uh, Michael Porter. Michael Jr. Porter Jr. Do Sorry. the same thing to him. Right. Put him, like, I'm, him. I'm actually a little nervous about Michael Porter. I'm not. I think he's in the sleeper. The sleeper of 2020. I'm hearing that he may not be ready for the season. Seriously, the it's it's his back. back yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. well, we'll get into that. So the maybe they'll show. have two guys that can that can hang Taco. out. Taco, Taco didn't get fucking drafted. What a Taco surprise! Taco Tuesday. I was surprised because the one thing that you cannot teach is seven seven. Yes, this guy needs a lot of work. It looks like he's been putting in a lot of work though. But to go undrafted is pretty. I thought somebody was gonna you know, just put their nuts on the line and take them, but they didn't. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe in the late second rounders, yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. why not take a flyer? But at the same time, the league is going so far away from the seven-foot guys that are literally seven-foot, like they can't do anything Get else. Get this guy in the gym with Patrick Ewing, somebody. Like, work a summer with somebody. And the, the thing about him that, like, we, we talk about Boban Monjanovic, uh-huh. who's a little bit smaller, but Boban's got touch, baby. Yeah. Like, he can shoot free throws. Yes. He can he can hit, a, he can hit a, a, like, an elbow jumper yes. in a game. Taco has has none of that. He unfortunately, he can't do that. So he's only been playing for like three years. Though, well, that's bro. the thing. Like <laughs> he's got to really work. So he just learned saying, how to run his own. You're talking about getting him in the gym. Get him in the gym with Bobon. Yes, I'm with Go you. Go learn from the man who's who's paved the path for you. I'm with that. I yeah. want to see Taco survive, bro. But Boston did pick him up. He will be playing in the summer league with Boston. I'm going to be interested in watching him play, yeah. bro. I want to shout out our boy 
Timmy out in North Carolina that that made our video. Yo, today. that was so dope. It was bro. so dope. He worked hard hard on it. We really appreciate it, bro. You 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 always show us a lot of love. Everybody that has stickers, take a take a look at what our boy Tim and what our boy Sean Bishop did out in New Zealand, uh, and our boy Jumpman out in Norway. That's putting them all over the backboard. Love to see it. A lot, yeah, we do, and just keep doing it, dude. Keep screenshotting, listening to the show, listening to the episode. Um, shout out to Dash Radio and the, the Nothing But Net channel holding us down as usual. We didn't get to get into the big three. It was the first week of the big three. We'll get into it next week. Catino Mobley went off. Uh, fucking Will Bynum, dude. This dude was getting nothing but buckets. U of A. And Big Joe Johnson, who you brought up at the beginning of the episode, still got strokes. But yeah, Drew, that's it, bro. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. We're going to take him out with somebody I know you don't know and I don't know either. Uh oh. Kid's name is Little Little TJ, bro. Song's called Ruthless. This shit's been banging in the truck all week. Okay. I don't know him. You don't know him. But what I do know, bro, is we are the coldest NBA episode on the planet. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, we're ghosts. Dirty 30.
bitch keep calling and saying she need me. I know she see me with TJ. I'm sipping foes to the drink, moving slow mo, but my whip through the speed race. She wanna link up a hoe, that's a no go. I've been stacking my cheesecake. Yeah, I get to the racks and I'm up at the rim, collecting a bag and I do it again. Sweet little nigga, I ain't never gonna stay in my hand If we too deep, it's a whole block deep, swear to God I ain't never gonna feel my mans Money gonna come, let the money gonna go All these fake niggas start to get too close So I stay on my guys, they been by my side Cause I know